of two of our big uh, monthly events. Let's just dive in, shall we? Good morning, everybody. My name is Rob. This is Ultra Universe Live. And as I said at the beginning, this is one of our two bigger events. This one is live, free for all to join. Um, end of the month, we will have our special paid um, uh, end of spring event. So we'll discuss that uh, later. Um, hopefully, we'll get our guy on to talk, but um, it's a little past the time. So let's just jump in and do this. So these. Um, bleh. I can talk. These uh, episodes usually are kind of like our roundtables where we have multiple um, discussion topics um, and, you know, just kind of have a lot of fun doing it. So if you guys have watched those before, great. If not, welcome for your first time. Um, okay, so we're going to break this down into three sections for the show. First one is a best of list. Now that is usually top 10 of a certain amount of, I'm sorry, 10 is the amount, top 10 things of a certain topic. And in this case, since we're doing a throwback and we're doing the 80s and the 90s, we're splitting it up into uh, five and five. This is the best of 80s, 90s toy edition. So five 80s toys, five 90s toys, boom. Um, all right, so first up, um, we'll just go through here. If you guys recognize this, you were definitely an 80s kid. These are what is referred to as big wheels. They were basically small little bicycles shaped to look like kind of really cool looking motorcycle things. This particular one, as you notice, has the flame design to be like really cool. These are what you had if you were scooting around in the 80s outside of your home. Um, these did blend over into Sorry, we'll take that off. We over into the 90s, as I know a lot of people that I knew growing up had those as well. Um, but they kind of started losing steam. And once you got to the 2000s, then it kind of just ended up being, you know, just something you had in your garage and nobody uses. You can use it as kind of a gift to give to others. So if you, you know, you know a kid who's small enough to fit on there, awesome. But it kind of lost its appeal. Um, and once people started riding regular bikes and started rollerblading and roller skating, you kind of didn't want the fake one. You wanted the real one, right? So that's kind of where that all went down there. The next one on the list, if you recognize this, there you go. Cabbage Patch Kids or Cabbage Patch Dolls, depending on what you call them. Um, just like things, you know, other dolls and other stuffed animals, this was the thing that was big. I believe they even made uh, a TV show or maybe it was a little book series out of it. I don't know. Cartoon. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me, guys. Sorry. Um, maybe a cartoon, but these... <coughs> sorry, guys. <coughs> <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Uh, maybe a cartoon, but so these were the original dolls that people wanted to buy. Nowadays, if you have one, you're probably going to have something pretty cool. Of course, if it's out of the package, it's not as worth much. Um, but we, um, 
we all know that if you have these toys from the 80s and the 90s and you have them nice and new, possibly in the package, you got something there. So the Cabbage Patch Kids definitely are not necessarily as popular, but I'm sure if you go on things like Amazon and eBay, you probably can find something there. The next one up, if you don't recognize this, I mean, come on now. <laughs> Just kidding. This is the Rubik's Cube, probably the original puzzle game that from all other puzzle games came. Now, this is one that was finished. It was the, <clears throat> excuse me, the clearest picture I could find without a bunch of other stuff on top. But the Rubik's Cube is the original puzzle game. The point of it was, as you saw, to get all of the colors matching on the right sides. Nobody seemed to be able to do it. However, um, you know, I think there was a few, there was one guy, I think I did it really fast. He was in the uh, records books for a while, but that was one of those fun things. I never figured out how to do it. I, you know, I think I had one, one or two, a couple times. I gave up very easily. My, my ADD is not really great with, with that kind of thing. So I just said, okay, here, you take it. Um, but Rubik's cubes, even today, are still sold because of the puzzle factor. Puzzles and stuff like that are still big. You can find uh, app versions of it where you can play it on your phone. You can get new and improved. I think there's an electronic one now. But this is one of those things that it's not necessarily the value-wise, but it's the um, emotional standpoint from those who remember having one. Now this one, we were talking about this at home, it's light bright, as it says on the on the thing. This particular one looks like a unicorn. These were these small pegs that you stuck on the board, and it would light up. I believe you either plugged it in or the battery was inside, and you showcased your artwork. This was pretty neat, I think, because this was one of the first few times where, um, sorry, uh, I can speak, where you were able to show your artwork before, you know, drawing, painting, stuff like that became a normal hustle thing. So Lightbright was really cool because you could do whatever you want. And because it wasn't, um, you know, paint or color, you can pop out the pegs, rearrange them, make faces, make characters, make scenery, flowers, animals, whatever you want. So that was pretty cool. Now, the last one to ring out the 80s, you can't say 80s without this guy right here. Now, funny enough, uh, emulators and some other uh, newer versions, you can buy newer Game Boys still. Usually it's the DS or the Color. Um, these guys here, I don't think are made. Um, and if they are, it's probably one of those very, you have to find the right company to do it. Or if you don't mind used, you can probably hop on eBay or even Amazon for that matter and probably pick up a used Game Boy. Game Boy is synonymous for me, uh, mainly for the Pokemon factor. See in the back, but Game Boy was what you had before you had uh, the other Nintendo systems. So those are five 80s toys. Now let's jump to 90s and see if there's any difference or similarity. First one for the 90s. You recognize these guys? I'm not even sure who's who. I think the one in the red skirt on the top uh, left is probably the original Polly Pocket. I don't know. But that's who these guys are. This is the Polly Pocket franchise. Of course, just like uh, Barbie, G.I. Joe, and uh, Transformers, you had all of their friends as well. Polly Pocket came with sets you can either build. They even have the miniature ones you can bring with you. Um, these are still sold, I believe, because I think that picture actually came off of an Amazon uh, uh, post. Um, However, you know, the, the love is not necessarily there. I know they had a cartoon. I think there was a book series. I'm not sure. 
I'm sure somebody made a TV movie for it as well. But this was one of the characters other than Barbie for girls that was a very popular choice. Um, because they're still being sold, maybe they're still popular. Um, but this definitely was something that if you, you know, were a girl in the 90s, you probably had it. Next up, well, here you go. So we went from the Game Boy to the N64. So we actually have one of these at home. Uh, we play Super Mario 64 because that's our favorite game. Uh, but we have stuff like uh, Crash Band, or not Crash Bandicoot, uh, Banjo-Kazooie. Um, I think I'm, I'm trying to find one of the Star Wars games uh, that I used to have. Uh, I used to play GoldenEye on it. Um, this was, at the time, one of the better ones, and even still, it kind of holds up. Uh, recently, though, because of the Switch, a lot of the games that were on there have been transferred to that. So, for instance, Pokemon Snap, I believe one of the Zelda games. No, that was PlayStation. Um, no, not Sonic. God, all I can think is Pokemon. Well, I wonder why. But a lot of the games on N64 have been transferred over to Switch, obviously, because that's the thing. Um... But people still buy this. If you go on eBay or on, on Amazon or any of those um, thrift shops, people still sell their N64. Sometimes you can get it for cheap, you know, 30, 40 bucks. Sometimes, however, if it's like one of the special editions, the classics, some people are charging, you know, a good $100, $150 for one of these. So it's still popular. It's Nintendo. So why wouldn't it be? All right, next on the list. And this guy had way too much time on their hands. I'm sure to show this might be photoshopped and I'm not sure. The Etch-A-Sketch. Just like the Lightbrite, this allowed you to draw your favorite pictures, shake it off, and go back and do it again. I, for the life of me, could never get something on a straight angle there. I just wasn't good. But as you can tell, some people were, or maybe that was photoshopped, as I think. Etch-A-Sketch, too, is something that I would definitely use again because it's artistic. It's a fun way to go about it. Um, that being said... Nobody goes out to necessarily find those right now, but I wouldn't be surprised if somebody for the holidays or for a birthday, for something cool throwback, that's probably a really cool toy. All right, just like Cabbage Patch Kids, the 90s babies had Beanie Babies. I believe this guy's name was Frederick, Frederick the Fox. I, for one, know that I have or had, I don't know if they're still in the garage, um, a bunch of loose Beanie Babies. Now, obviously, they're out of the bag. Actually, I'm sorry, not the bag. The, the tags were cut off because, who, you know, who knew? Um, but these guys are still sought after. There's a few, like the Princess Diana Bear, that are really popular because of the historical uh, value and the money value. But a lot of people just use them. I mean, I'm looking around. I don't have any of mine here. I have more, you know, Pokemon stuffed animals. Actually, I have pretty much all, except for maybe a couple. Um those are just the general stuffed animals. Those are not the ones. However, if you want something similar, the Pokemon Company, their stuffed animals are what do you call the trademark, the official. So those are actually worth something to the people in that company and to the people who buy that stuff. So it, it really goes back and forth. Beanie Babies are in their own little bubble. However, Pokemon Company, um, Nintendo, because I believe they also make uh, Mario and Luigi plushes. Um, and uh, Zelda plushes, and I think Kirby plushes. So all these companies have them, and if you really are into collecting, those things are worth money too. All right, the last one on the list, and I totally forgot to bring mine up here, the Tamagotchi. So I just got one just for fun, which is probably already dead because I left in the other room and I haven't heard from it. Uh, so mine I got was the R2-D2 one, of course. 
Tamagotchi is one of the original 90s toys. This definitely stayed in the 90s and hasn't moved since. Now, there are apps and there's some games you can download on Apple that are Tamagotchi or Tamagotchi-like. And it's a little easier because it's on your phone. You're always there. You can just do the whatever. Um, however, if you were the cool kid, um, you would then go and excuse me, you would have your Tamagotchi bring it to school. You'd be like, look how long I left mine to, you know, mine survived all this time. So that is there right there. All right, next up. Now we kind of in a way did this already because we did, you know, put the pictures up. But now we're going to do some reactions to 80s food. So less of a discussion, more of kind of a visual. Um, but that'll be how we wrap up this big event here. So first up, let's see what you guys think about these. I know it's a little blurry, how it popped up. So the, it's not, th this particular flavor was through Kool-Aid, but these are actually called Squeeze-Its, if you remember. Now, all I can tell you is that, maybe just my OCD, but this would be the most disgusting thing for me to touch or drink out of, just knowing the plastic and all that stuff. However, um, I don't think I actually drank much of these in school, but I know everybody in my class, people around me had these. So there's a chance I probably did. I think I was more of a Capri Sun um, person than I was uh, uh, a Squeeze It person. Um, oh, so really quick before we go on any further, we do have some comments from... Uh, for the toys, so we had a huge collection of Beanie Babies. Yes, yes, we did. That is my mom, by the way. Happy, happy early Mother's Day. Um, let's see, my wife, awesome. Okay, so Zelda was on N64. There you go. So I was right. Haha. Um, let's see what else. Um, Polly Pocket was the best. Had so many of those tiny sets. There you go. Uh, took the original from my dad. Got a Game Boy Color later. See, there you go. Some of our parents were, were cool like that, right? I never saw the Rubik's Cube, such a struggle. And I write first world problems. Uh, my mom says, I remember my mom going to every store just to get one. I bet that was for the Cabbage Patch dolls. Yes, it was. Um, all right, there you go. Had one, definitely don't still have. <laughs> yeah, I don't think many people who have had them have them. Um, I love my cabbage right? They're so hard to find in the day. And it looks like really quick for the Capri Sun. Yes, apparently I was a Capri Sun. Uh, child. So there you go. All right. So those uh, comments there, let me take that one off. All right. So back to the food. All right. So the next 80s toy, I had to put this on because I am a, and I always laugh when I see this because I'm a fan of cartoons, Smurfberry Crunch. Now, if you look at it, it looks very similar to tricks. So my feeling here, my, my reaction really, when I saw this the first time was this is just trick cereal with specific colors, only red and blue, with the Smurfs on the logo. It looks like you also had some uh, glow-in-the-dark stickers that you can get from the box, too. Now, interesting enough, my other reaction is you can't find this anywhere, which is probably good, though if you really want it, go buy some tricks. But you can buy the box on eBay. People are selling the package on eBay, not actually for a lot of money, to be honest. I mean, it's like $10, which is still a lot more money for a piece of cardboard, but... What are you gonna do? Um, so that one, that one was there. All right, the next one up, I had to do this. I still laugh when I see this. It's the Star Wars Pepperidge Farm cookies. I really was hoping that these were uh, real. Um, or I mean, I'm sorry, still on the shelves, but no, these are gone. Um, as you can see, the light, the uh, 
light side of the Rebel Alliance, we had characters like Luke and Yoda. The dark side, we had uh, Darth Vader and a Gamerian guard. The dark side were chocolate. The light side was vanilla. Um, I feel like I've still seen these around somewhere. And I feel like maybe just another brand or another style. But the I never, I never tire of um, cookie-shaped like things because... You you appreciate the value when you're like when you're into that thing you're like excuse me oh like ha I get it now that's pretty funny um, all right next for the eighties um, so second to last excuse me now this one I thought was funny because I ate these in the nineties and I thought it was nineties but apparently they didn't they actually came out <clears throat> I think like eighty one or eighty two they revamped them in the nineties. Not necessarily made them better. Now they still they still sell them, and I believe they're made with different kind of meat and cheese to make them healthy. Those were like the party snack. That's what you went to do. I looking at them gives me indigestion now. Like my stomach is very sensitive nowadays, so I don't think that would be a good idea. But I do remember Totino's pizza rolls and bagel bites. That was the the runner up, um, being like my favorite thing to eat. But it just you look at what's in there and you, you think about it, you're like, nah, I just can't. All right. One more from the 80s that are still around. Look at this box. You can get 42. This is probably like $10 on Amazon, right? Famous Amos bite-sized chocolate chip cookies. So we are a family of Chips Ahoy. We like the chewy ones. Um, I like the regular ones. But Famous Amos, though, was or still is very popular. Now, if you guys have watched that History Channel show, Food That Built America, they did a whole episode on, on the cookie craze, on the people who did Oreo, the people who did um, Chips Ahoy, and the guy who did Famous Amos. Um, apparently, he got a celebrity to promote, which is one reason why he got so big so quick. Um, but the, those, these are really good. They're, they have a little weird aftertaste for me. But for an old school cookie, it's definitely like, I, I like it. It, it. I think it tastes good. Um, let's see. So we did get a couple of mm, cookies. And then we got, uh, where, where does Mrs. Fields come in? Um, probably at a later date. Um, I will have to look up and see exactly when they were made. But I believe Mrs. Fields is probably more of a 90s, 2000s. But if you think about it too, Famous Amos, Chips Ahoy, Oreos, all them were kind of mass produced. Mrs. Fields, while you can order them online, it's more of a specialty item. So I believe, um, I, I, I guess specialty is the right word. I guess they're in the specialty food business. Um, think of like Harry and David and, um, no, Lint makes chocolate. Uh, uh, I don't know. Think of any of those specialty cookies that you like only can get at a restaurant or a store. Um, all right, into the 90s now. <laughs> I can't eat this because, you, you know, I can't do uh, pure uh, yogurt and stuff like this. But Trick's yogurt was a thing. It looks like we had wild berry and cotton candy because that's healthy. Um, but look, no high fructose corn syrup and no colors or flavors from artificial sources. Um, obviously, this was there because Trick cereal, big deal. Everybody loved it. Um, this was the time in the 90s when you had everything uh, labeled on that. So you had, um, well, actually, let's go to this next one because this is a similar idea. Cookies and cream, um, cookies dipped in frosting was a general thing, but then you had Dunkaroos. So this was the time 
when you took things that were generally already like Trix yogurt is basically just fruity yogurt, Dunkaroos is basically cookies and frosting, and you made a logo out of it. Now Trix came off the cereal, Dunkaroos was its own thing. However, however, this is a reaction bonus. There is Dunkaroos cereal, which looked a lot to me like Cookie Crisp. And if it's anything like Cookie Crisp, it's probably really bad for you. But I'm also tempted to try it because I really, really like Cookie Crisp. So those two right there are ones. We actually have some of these foods here. So at a later date, I'm going to do a actual eating reaction video for you. So stay tuned for the fun. Next one up, and we have some of these at home. It won't be much of a reaction, but I'm going to eat them anyway. Pop-Tarts. Uh, Frosted Strawberry was one of the popular ones. We have the S'mores ones at home. I have them. They're actually, they're, they're for me. I'm, I'm more of a fan. But Pop-Tarts were the brand in itself. Pop-Tarts didn't really go too far off the thing. Nowadays, you have the miniature ones. You have the ones you can freeze and, the, and uh, do all that. But Pop-Tarts really stay true to being just a breakfast pastry. Now, if you go to the store, you can get the store brand. I'm not too picky. I do think the Pop-Tarts ones taste a little bit different, but again, I don't know because it's probably all fake filling to begin with, but Pop-Tarts were one of the, um, uh, Pop-Tarts were one of those things that still today is a very easy go-to snack, especially if kids are in school, if you're running late to work, you can eat them out of the thing. You don't have to toast them. You don't have to do whatever. You can, you can eat them however you want. So we got a LOL Trix yogurt. I don't think that would be my go-to. It would not be my go-to either for various reasons, but if I was going to eat yogurt, probably would not be from them. All right, next one up. We actually have a few bags of these at home too. And when I say a few, I mean like 50. Um, Doritos 3D. So if you guys are a fan of the puffy kind of crackery chip, this is what that was. So these are actually still sold. I got mine off Amazon. Um, I believe, not only because it's Doritos, but I, li I think the puffy is something people like. People like popcorn. People like, uh, you know, kind of puffed up uh, crackers. Cheez-It just made one now where it's kind of a puffier Cheez-It. Um, I don't see how this is going to taste any different than a regular Dorito. I think I'd actually like it better than a regular Dorito because I like the puffy, but we'll see. I mean... This one, chili cheese nacho, and I think the other one that came in the box was was Cool Ranch, which is still one of their flavors. So we'll see what it tastes like. I think it's going to be fine. Who knows? We'll, we'll find out. All right, lastly, before we wrap up, Fruit Gushers. This particular box comes from tropical or has tropical flavors. We see blue, green, orange, and red. I'm not sure what those flavors are, but, you know, probably cherry, lime, orange, Blue flavor, I don't know. So I remember having all the different shaped gummies, uh, fruit snacks. So we had Scooby-Doo, we had one shaped like sharks, we had Star Wars gummies, Pokemon gummies. What made Gushers different was the fruit juice on the inside. And when you bit into it, you kind of got that, that jolt of, oh my God. Again, still sold, but be wise, be wary. It's not, you know, it's, it's sugar. It's a pure sugar snack, as most of these are. Um, but what's fun about them is that little pop of, of fruit juice. Um, but who's to say? I mean, I got some of those too. They could be great. They could be gross. Who knows? 
right, guys. So we hope you had fun for this episode here. Um, again, as I mentioned on the look at my calendar, the 21st, we have our next uh, event. It'll be a paid one. That's our end of spring. We're going to be doing some art, some relationship discussions and some work stuff as well. Um, so that the tickets for that should be up, uh, I believe today or tomorrow. So grab that while they're still there. And as always guys, thanks for everybody who joined us. If you weren't able to join us live, feel free to Go to YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter while you're there. Subscribe and then click that bell and poof, I'll be on your screen. Everything you give to us, more we can give to you. Excuse me. Excuse me. The more we can give to you, as always, thank you so much for joining us. Have a wonderful day. We'll be back tomorrow. Bye, guys.